Part three, chapter three of a vital question or what is to be done by Nikolai Chernyshevsky, translated by Nathan Haskell Dole, eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five, and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Part three, marriage and second love, chapter three. Vera Pavlovna's second dream and here vira pavlovna falls asleep and vira pavlovna dreams a dream a field and across the field goes a man namely her milenki together with alexey petrovitch and her milenki says you are interested in knowing why some dirt brings forth wheat so white and pure and delicate while other dirt does not bring it forth at all you will soon see the difference yourself look at the root of this beautiful ear of wheat around the root is dirt but this dirt is just pulled up you might even call it clean you smell a moist odour disagreeable but not foul and not putrid you know that in the philosophical language which you and i use this clean dirt is called actual dirt it is dirt to be sure but look at it attentively and you will see that all the elements of which it is composed are healthy in themselves when they are gathered together they make dirt but let the atoms change in some degree their relative coordination and something else will take its place and all that takes its place will be healthy because the fundamental elements are healthy whence comes the healthy element of this dirt just notice the situation of this little field you see that there is a ditch here for the water to run and therefore there can be no rottenness here yes motion is reality says alexey petrovitch because motion is life and reality and life are one and the same thing but the main element of life is labour and therefore the main element of reality is labour and the truest sign of reality is activity so you see alexey petrovitch when the sun begins to warm this dirt and the warmth begins to transfer its elements into a more complicated chemical correlation into the correlation of higher forms the wheat ear which grows out of this dirt through the warmth of the sun will be a healthy wheat ear yes it is because it is the soil of actual life alexey petrovitch now let us go to the next field let us also here pull up a plant and examine its root it is also dirty but just notice the nature of this dirt it is not hard to see that this dirt is rotten this is fantastic dirt to use the scientific terminology says alexey petrovitch it's so the elements of this dirt are in an unhealthy state it is natural that no matter how they are transposed the things not resembling dirt derived from this dirt will be unhealthy and rotten yes it is because the very elements are unhealthy says alexey petrovitch it will not be hard for us to find the cause of this unhealthiness that is of this fantastic rottenness says alexey petrovitch yes the rottenness of these elements if you will notice the situation of this field you see the water has no ditch and there it becomes stagnant and rotten yes absence of motion is absence of labour says alexey petrovitch because labour is shown in anthropological analysis to be the radical form of motion and which gives foundation and material for all other forms recreation rest amusement gaiety all these without the preliminary labour have no reality and without motion there is no life that is there is no reality 
therefore this dirt is fantastic in other words rotten till within a short time ago men did not know how to restore health to such fields but now means has been found that is drainage the superfluous water runs off in canals and enough remains and it is kept in motion and the field becomes practicable but as long as this means is not applied the dirt remains fantastic that is to say rotten and it cannot produce any good crops whereas as is very natural from the good dirt they get good crops because it is healthy dirt and this is what we wanted to prove quod erat demonstrandum as they say in latin as they spoke in latin the words meaning which was to be proven vira pavlovna did not catch the words and you alexey petrovitch have a desire to amuse yourself with hog latin and syllogism says her milenki that is her husband vira pavlovna here seemed to join them and say now do stop talking about your analyses identities and anthropologisms please talk about something gentlemen so that i may take part in your conversation or rather let us play yes let us play said alexey petrovitch let us play confession come on come on it'll be very gay said vira pavlovna you suggested the game now you must show us how to do it with pleasure my sister says alexey petrovitch but how old are you my dear sister eighteen i shall soon be nineteen but you are not yet therefore let us suppose that you are eighteen and we will all confess what we did till we were eighteen because we must have an equality of conditions i will confess for myself and my wife my father was a diacon in a governmental town and then he took up the business of bookbinding and my mother took seminarists to board from morning till night my father and mother were always worrying and talking about how to live father used to drink but only at times when intolerable want stared him in the face that was real grief or when his income was pretty good he used to give my mother all he had and say well matushka now thank god you will not suffer want for two months to come but i have left half a rouble in my pocket and i shall take a drink for very joy that was a real joy my mother used to get vexed very often sometimes she used to beat me but only when she had a pain in the small of the back as she herself used to say from lifting the boiler and kettles from washing all the clothes of five of us besides five seminarists and from washing the floors dirtied by our twenty feet which did not wear galoshes and from taking care of the cow it is a real strain upon the nerves to bear too much labour without rest and for all that the ends did not use to meet as she expressed it that is she was short of money for getting boots for some one of us brothers or shoes for the sisters then she used to beat us she used to pet us too when we stupid little children that we were expressed a desire to help her in her work or whenever we did anything clever or whenever she took a very rare moment of rest and her back did not ache as she used to say all that was a real joy ah don't tell us anything more about your real sorrows and joys says vira pavlovna if that is the case perhaps you would like to hear natasha's confession i do not want to hear it she too had the same kind of real sorrows and joys i am sure of it that's absolutely true but maybe you will be interested in hearing my confession says serge who suddenly appeared to be with them we will see says vira pavlovna my father and mother though they were rich yet they always worried and talked about money rich people too are not free from such kinds of worriment you don't know how to play confession serge said alexey petrovitch politely 
please tell me why they worried about money matters what expenses worried them what necessities put them into embarrassment yes i understand why you ask that said serge but let us drop this subject let us turn to the other view of their thoughts they too took care of their children but they always had enough to give their children didn't they asked alexey petrovitch of course but they had to look out that don't play confession serge said alexey petrovitch we know your whole story care about superfluities thoughts about things not necessary have been the soil in which you grew up that is a fantastic soil just look at yourself you are naturally not at all a stupid man but a very good man maybe not worse and not more stupid than we are but what are you good for what is the use of your living i am good for escorting julie everywhere that she wants me to go i help julie to spend all the money she wants to spend replies serge from this we see says alexey petrovitch that a fantastic and unhealthy soil ah how tired i am of your realism and fantasticism i don't know what they mean by such terms and still they keep on using them says vira pavlovna wouldn't you like to talk with me asked marya alexyevna who also appeared suddenly you gentlemen get away from here for i want to talk with my daughter all disappear vierotchka finds herself alone with marya alexyevna marya alexyevna's face assumes a laughing expression vira pavlovna you are an educated woman you are so virtuous and high-toned says marya alexyevna and her voice trembles with anger you are so kind how can i then who am rough and a drunkard talk with you vira pavlovna you have a bad and beastly mother but allow me to ask lady why your mother took all the bother she did for you it was about victuals this according to your idea is a genuine care peculiar to humanity isn't that so you have had scoldings you have seen bad deeds and meanness but allow me to ask what they were meant for was it for nothing was it all nonsense no lady no matter how things go in your family it was not an empty fantastic life you see vira pavlovna i have learned to speak as you do in scientific language but it may grieve you and shame you vira pavlovna that your mother is a bad and ill-tempered woman would you like vira pavlovna for me to become a good and honest woman i am an enchantress vira pavlovna i can bewitch things i can fulfil your wish just look vira pavlovna your wish is already being fulfilled i who am vixenish vanish look at this kind mother and her daughter a room on the door-sill snores a drunken unshaven miserable man who it is cannot be told his face is half covered with his hand and the rest is discoloured and bruised a bed on the bed a woman yes it is marya alexyevna but how kind but how pale she is how feeble though she is only forty-five years old how exhausted by the bedside is a young girl of eighteen it is i myself yerochka but how ragged i seem what does this mean my complexion is so yellow and my features are so rough and what a miserable chamber scarcely any furniture yerochka my dear my angel says marya alexyevna just lie down and take a rest my treasure why do you watch with me i can attend to myself this is the third night that you have not slept never mind i am not tired says vierotchka i am not any better vierotchka how will you get along without me your father's pittance is as small as it can be and he himself is a poor support to you you are a pretty girl there are many bad people in this world 
There will be no one to watch over you. I tremble for you. Vierotchka weeps. My dear, don't be grieved. I am telling you this not to blame you, but to warn you. What made you leave home on Friday, the day before I fell sick? Vierotchka weeps. He will deceive you, Vierotchka. Give him up. No, Mamenka. Two months pass. How is it that two months pass in one minute? An army officer is sitting. On the table before the officer is a bottle. On the officer's knee is she, Vierotchka. Again two months more have passed in one minute. A lady is sitting. Before the lady, she, Vierotchka, is standing. Can you iron, dear? I can. To what class do you belong? Are you a serf or free? My father was a chinovnik. So you belong to the nobility, my dear. Then I can't take you. What kind of a servant would you make? Go away, my dear. I can't take you. Vierotchka is on the street mademoiselle oh mademoiselle says some young drunken fellow accosting her where are you going let me escort you vierotchka runs to the neva well my dear have you seen all these things that my magic art has conjured up how do you like being with your kind mother asks the real marya alexievna again appearing am i not a good enchantress hain't i hit it off well why don't you speak you have a tongue in your mouth hain't you i'll squeeze a word out of you it's so hard to make you speak have you been shopping yes says vierotchka and she trembles have you seen have you heard what's going on yes do they live well them learned folks do they read books and think as you do about your new plan for folks getting along better do they tell me vierotchka says nothing but she trembles Eh, there ain't nothing to be got out of you do they live well hear my question Yerochka says nothing, but she is in a cold sweat. One can't get a word out of you. Do they live well? I ask you. Are they good? I ask you. Would you like to be like them? You don't speak. You turn away your fizz. Just listen, Yerochka, to what I am going to say. You are educated. You are educated on money that I stole. You are thinking about the good. But if I had not been bad, you would not have even known what good is. Do you understand? You owe all to me you are my daughter do you understand i am your mother yerochka weeps and trembles and is in a cold sweat mamenka what do you want of me i cannot love you do i ask you to love me i should like at least to respect you but i cannot do that either do i need your respect what do you want then mamenka why have you come to me and why do you speak so harshly to me what do you want of me be grateful you selfish girl do not love do not respect me i am a vixen why should you love me i am bad why should you respect me but you understand vierka that if i were not what i am you would not be what you are you are good because i am bad you are sweet-tempered because i am a vixen understand that vierka and be grateful leave me marya alexievna i want to speak with my sister marya alexievna vanishes the bride of her bridegrooms the sister of her sisters takes vierotchka by the hand vierotchka i always wanted to be kind to you because i am kind and i am just as the person is with whom i speak but now you are melancholy so you see i too am melancholy look do i make a good appearance being melancholy you look better than any one else in the world kiss me vierotchka we both of us are sad and yet your mother spoke the truth i do not like your mother but i need her help can't you get along without her by and by i shall be able to get along without her 
when people will not need to be ill-tempered, but now it is impossible. You see, kind people cannot get to their feet alone. It is the ill-tempered who alone are strong. They are keen. But you see, Vierotchka, that there are different degrees of ill-temper. Some of them want everything in the world to go to the bad. Others, who are just as ill-tempered, want things to improve because it would be better for their interests. You see, it was necessary for your mother's plans to have you educated. She took your money, which you got by giving lessons, because she wanted her daughter to capture a rich son-in-law for her, and for that same reason she wanted you to be educated. You see, she had bad thoughts, and yet they brought forth good for mankind. Haven't you been benefited? But many bad people act otherwise. If your mother had been Anna Petrovna, would you have studied so as to become educated? Would you have learned what was good and loved it? No. You would not have been allowed to learn about the good. You would have been made a doll. Isn't it so? Such a mother must have a doll in her daughter, because she herself is a doll, and she is always playing dolls with dolls. But your mother was a bad woman, yet she was a character. It was necessary for her that you should not be a doll. Don't you see how the wicked vary? Others are hindering me because I want men to be men and not dolls they want men to be dolls and other bad people are helping me they do not consciously help me but they give ample chance for men to be men they gather the means for men to be men and this is all that i want yes vierotchka now i cannot get along without such bad people since they work against the other kind of bad my bad people are bad but under their cruel hands the good is growing yes vierotchka be grateful to your mother do not love her she is bad but you owe everything to her know that without her you would not have been and will it always be so or will it change no vierotchka it will not always be so it will change by and by when the kind becomes strong i shall not need the ill-tempered and this will be soon vierotchka then the bad will see that it is impossible for them to be bad and those ill-tempered who had any character will become kind they were ill-tempered only because it was contrary to their interest to be kind because they know that goodness is better than badness they will begin to love it when it will be possible for them to love it without injuring their interests and what will become of the bad who were dolls i feel sorry for them too they will play with other kinds of dolls only they will be harmless dolls but they will have children different from what they themselves are because i will make all men to be men and i shall teach their children not to be dolls but men ach how good that will be yes even now it is good because this good is in preparation at least those who helping to bring it about are already enjoying it when you vierotchka help your cook to get your dinner ready it may be suffocating in the kitchen but it is good for you what do you care for the gas and suffocating odors all enjoy sitting at dinner but more than all he who helps get it ready it tastes doubly sweet to him and you like to eat good things vierotchka don't you it is true says vierotchka and she smiles because she was caught in liking sweetmeats and in liking to prepare them in the kitchen then why are you melancholy you are not melancholy any more how kind you are and happy vierotchka i am always happy vierotchka even when i am melancholy yet i am happy is not that true yes but when i am melancholy you also come as though you were melancholy and you always drive away the blues i am happy with you very happy do you remember the little song donc vivant i do let us sing it all right vierotchka vierotchka 
Have I waked you up? However, breakfast is ready. I was frightened. I heard you groaning. I came in and you were singing in your sleep. No, my Milenki, you didn't wake me. I should have waked myself. But what a strange dream I had, Milenki. I will tell you at tea. Leave me. I want to get dressed. And how did you dare to come into my room without permission, Dmitri Sergeyevich? You forget yourself. Were you frightened about me, my Milenki? Come here and I will kiss you for it. She kissed him. Now leave me. Leave me. I want to get dressed. Oh, let me stay. I'll act as your dressing maid. New. I don't object. Only how shameful it is. End of part three, chapter three. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.